You know what? <laughs> to listen to this. That's you awful. This is a vanity pa- project. Patreon exclusive. That's what that is. Patreon exclusive. Podcast. The podcast that almost happened. <laughs> Honestly, that's genius. Please See? do that, Pan. See, when you run a Patreon long enough, you know you know how it works. <laughs> Jim's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> oh wow, this napkin. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, the thing is, I actually recently, I, I posted a video of me just drinking whiskey, watching Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and my wife was like, no one would watch this, and then she looks at it and goes, seems like people like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're always in our clubhouse getting high, everybody wishes we would die, Hey, it's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast, and we're not live anywhere because it doesn't work. So, yeah, we're just going to go here. It's pre-recorded, the Pizza Party Podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Hey, it's Izzy. Oh, hey, it's me, Jim. We have an order, guest. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Get in line, guest. Stay in your place. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Izzy, Izzy, get the cattle prod. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. All right, introduce yourselves. Hurry. Uh, I'm Scratchy DeRose. I'm a freelance character designer and storyboard artist. My past credits were Ollie and Scoop for two episodes and Pencilmation. Hell Pen- yeah! Uh oh, yeah. Yeah, Pencilmation. A Not exactly classic. happy memories there. Oh uh, yeah, that, my oh yeah was more for Ollie and Scoops. Throwing yeah. that out there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember that cartoon, the one with the teacher who looks like Shelley Duvall. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I guess I'm Ratupi from Ratupi's Game Room, or just Nick G, wherever you know me. I ha- I'm an artist, I have an art Twitter, and I'm also a YouTuber, which I also have a YouTube Twitter, and I'm a musician, and I pretty much do everything. So, mm, yeah, that's yeah. me. Okay, well, Scratchy, for somebody who hasn't seen anything you've done, what would you recommend them watching an Ollie and Scoops episode or something else? Uh, yeah, I'd recommend watching Ollie and Scoops. Like, it's a very fun show. Like, the humor is pretty uh, funny and entertaining. The characters are likable. I did two episodes on their, uh, I can't remember the name, but it was like Best Student of the Month, I believe, which was episode five, and episode seven, which should be releasing sometime soon what's that show about it's basically like a girl and her talking sidekick cat but apparently she's the only one who can talk to him like because like every time he talks apparently like nobody understands what he's saying so it's like basically like only she knows what scoops is saying yeah i assume oh oh, wait i'm sorry i forgot to add like there's also one episode where like she can also speak to other cats like in this cat world that, like, I, I assume yeah. it's like Garfield rules, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Wait, I, I, so I, only John can understand Garfield. It would make sense, to be honest. It, like, because he's got body language. Because like mean, Garfield just thinks at people. He just thinks at people. <laughs> yeah, if you him. notice, it's always thought balloons. That's like the gimmick. Oh. He shoots mind bullets at them. Oh we, man, mind these bullets. These are Quentin reviews questions, but I I always thought John sort of knew what Garfield was thinking. Yeah, or what maybe that's was like he the, thinking? The, the plight of existence <laughs> is that he knows what he's thinking, and he thinks he's projecting it, but no one can understand him. 
Nah. So the coolest thing for Ollie and Scoops, in my opinion, because I love vinyl toys, is they released vinyl toys of the main two characters. Yeah, I still uh, haven't gotten them. I really want to though. Yeah, they're in pre-order right now, and what I, the fuck? I like I don't I, I I've watched the show, but like I, I wouldn't say like I'm like a, the biggest fan of it. But I'm, uh, indie c- characters getting toys, I'm buying it every time. How the fuck do you afford uh, goddamn figures? That shit's expensive. <laughs> Uh, I think they're doing it through the Mystery Shack people, the ones that do like fan merch or like I, like semi-official merch of stuff. Like they have. Get me that shit, Mystery the Shack. Shack. I gotta say, with a name like Mystery Shack, I'm surprised Disney hasn't sued them though. Right? Because like I I bought a um I bought a bobblehead of uh, Stan like in the show. It's like there, and they have like Steven Universe merch. Like they have a lot of like official stuff. It's it's confusing. Like I can't tell if it's legit or not. But yeah, like you would think like Disney would uh, pound on their door saying, <laughs> "Dude, they, they uh, I guess that the company that made the uh, the Gravity Falls toys in general, they also made uh, Over the Garden Wall and the Futurama ship. Uh, I wish oh. I found about. Oh, they made a they made a Paradox figure. Yeah, I'm like they're all sold out, and they were like forty, fifty bucks a piece. But they're so good. Why does no one ever tell me this shit? Fuck, I would have wanted to get a paradox figure. Yeah, (laughs) here I'll I'll link you guys on the Discord. But uh, this stuff's awesome. How the fuck I gotta contact these guys? Say hey, how much you gotta do to make one of these figures? You know. I mean, like, I, I know they probably would only agree to make, like, a pan pizza, but it'd be pretty fucking dope to get the four of us, Please. like... That would be cool. Please. I mean, I'd I mean... love to have a maquette or a vinyl figure of my OC, Delilah, but I don't yeah. have the money. <laughs> we all want our OCs. I mean, I tried Please. to make, like, at CCAD, like, we had an assignment where we had to make our own maquette within, like, two weeks, and it was, like, the hardest thing I'd ever fucking do. Like, I don't know how to sculpt. What cat? Isn't that that bitch from Amanda, Angela Anaconda? What? What? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like I don't cat. know Manette Menmoir. I don't know. Angela Anaconda. Too much of a Man, don't talk about your porn on here. This <laughs> is oh, <laughs> safe for work. Oh, wow. is this safe for work? When have I mean, we depend, ever been depends safe for on work? depends on where you work. I think literally the last podcast, let's go in raw better than all or whatever. Yeah, better to go in Monday night raw than Monday night. Not at all. He he said that a lot of times. I I know, but I'm just saying like, you can't say this is a safer word podcast. Dude, is this like legit merchandise? Because that Paradox figure is really good. Yeah, no, this is all the stuff from that. The the Mystery Shack place. Time to cremate and and inseminate. (laughs) God. Give me five more, Pan. Just please. Um, five more on top of your head, please. Um, jerk. Uh, hang on. Um, sorry, he has no. to get his his uh text edit file up of all these. Man, I can't just like come up with one of these zingers. All you just did like three own. of them. Well, those were pre baked. I gotta like come. I can't just like come up with new ones on the fly. You know. Um, I, I used to look up to you. Animaniacs. <laughs> How about the anal maniacs? Am I right? Oh. We are the anal maniacs, and we go raw to the max. The Transformers will return after these messages. But first, this podcast is supported by $100 donators on Patreon who like to promote Magical Heroines, a webcomic on tapas.com. Whether you love or hate anime, it's about a middle schooler forced to join a magical girl gang and beat the shit out of people because she was told to. It's Magical Heroines. Read it on the links below at tapas.com. 
We now return to the Transformers. So yeah, Animaniacs finally released like some footage and it's storyboards. After like 50 fucking years of being in development, they showed some storyboards. Well, I, don't, I think they're just waiting to do a full trailer because it comes out Thanksgiving. And, Allegedly. You know, Thanks for no, nothing that's giving. The, that's the release date. There's around Thanksgiving. Damn fucking better. This thing's been develop, developing for freaking years. I, I think they're just like, you know, quarantine, releasing things during quarantine is weird. And they're just like, let's just yeah. like get this ready. And, you know, people are going to start caring about this election thing. I don't know if you heard about that. But um, yeah. so I think they're probably like going to. Not familiar. Really. I mean, the, I mean, the animation, the brief animation from what I saw from the Animaniacs looks really good. Like, it looks like nothing's really changed that much except for being digital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah. I think that's exactly what people want it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder, how are they going to do characters like Hello Nurse or like Mavira Mink in these uh, times now, though? Because I don't know if you could get away with that. I'm sure they won't. Well, wait, well, think about it this way. Isn't it uh, HBO Max or something? It's Hulu. It's Hulu. Hulu. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a streaming service. There's significantly less uh, FCC roles. Like, Well, I mean, I know that, but like, there's always the chance of people backlashing against like a sexy depiction of a cartoon or like saying, cancel Animaniacs or Time's Up Party Animaniacs. You can't, ca- what, you can't cancel Animaniacs. It was canceled years ago. I, I, yeah, it's true. beyond canceling now. I, I'm that was beautiful vibe. <laughs> I don't. I think, I I don't think that would happen. But they'll probably minimize it. And I I think what they're looking for is to have. They know if they're smart, regardless of. I don't think a lot of people are going to be traveling this Thanksgiving. Not to shit on everyone's parade, but um, I do think <laughs> most people will either have off or will take that five days off and would, you know, would want to watch Animaniacs either with their kids or relatives or whatever. So I think they're bracing more for that binge basically you know yeah. i'm not sure how they release episodes but to my understanding they have the old ones so i think they're like expecting a huge thing of animaniac stuff so i think that's they why they're just, being slow they should it. just re-release the old episodes not say a fucking thing and just see if anyone notices i mean no one, <laughs> no one will watch them until you do the big because they've had tiny tunes for a while but tiny tunes yeah. Of of everything from the '90s, I see the least nostalgia for that. Other than when Atlanta what? said it was influenced by it. Other than that, I well, barely see people love Tiny uh, Tunes. It went down last... the hole. Yeah, that's a classic. Like what? I haven't made my parody shirts. Tiny tits. And... Never mind. I mean, has oh, anyone oh has God. anyone like even made a video essay about the Tiny Tunes? Like I don't even think that's. What? I seen there has to be. Stuff. I'm gonna go on YouTube, see some video essays. Video. Essay. Are there? Can I? Uh, can tunes. I? Can I share a little TMI here? Okay. Well, okay. I lost my virginity to Ooh. Tiny Toons, the Shit. summer vacation movie. Damn. Wait, what did what did that movie do to you? Nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> Where did that, that movie, movie take you? Hold on, hold on. That movie? <laughs> the movie did that? I'm not a furry, but yeah. No. Uh, but, no, so, I just I I don't know. Like my my uh, I lost my virginity at age eighteen, and it was the worst thing in retrospect. Because like oh. I I like it was Power Ranger bed sheets. Because I thought you know that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so watched. you lost your virginity on Power Rangers bed sheets while watching Tiny Toons? Is is he classic? That, that that to me makes it sound like you have the best game I've ever heard. <laughs> right? Like I don't know if it makes me like the most bothered person ever or uh, what. No, that that, that does because it's one thing to have like nice sheets and like you know a romantic movie or something, but the fact 
that you pulled that off with Power Ranger sheets and the Tiny Toons direct to video movie, I believe, yeah. is five stars. It's I like the, it's like a setup to an Adam Sandler movie almost. Uh, yeah. I lost my virginity at a haunted hotel. That's the most goth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most goth thing I've ever heard. I, I love the full like second of silence as people process that. Wait, you know, I keep telling you that ice machine doesn't mean it's haunted, and it was a Super Eight motel. No, I think. Uh, look, I gotta look the, look up that hotel. Like, surely it has to be on like Ghost Hunters or something. You know, no. just because you like put your hand in the sheet and then jerked yourself off, a ghost no. did not blow you. No, it, it was like that scene in Ghostbusters everyone forgets about. Oh no! Oh, I yeah, remember the that job scene. Yeah, I remember Every- that very because because people talk about Ghostbusters as if it's like it's a kids franchise and like there's a blowjob scene. <laughs> oh yeah, Classic. that's from a whole sequence they cut out where they go to like an abandoned. I think it's like summer camp or something. It like they cut out that whole sequence but left in the blowjob because. Uh, I mean, uh, I've never ooh. seen that. I mean, I've never seen that scene before because, if I can be honest, I'm not exactly the biggest Ghostbusters fan. I'm How dare you! I'm sorry! <laughs> I know it's blasphemous, yeah, Get off this podcast! Dude. I think that <laughs> franchise sort of ruined itself at this point, so I understand. Oh, that's true. And like, aren't they they're making out, a reboot! It's yeah, like, like Star Wars. A, like, aren't they coming out with a new one that's like basically like Stranger Things a bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It has a cast from that show. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, basically like a direct like sequel um, yeah. thing. But I think I think the thing like when I was a kid, it was like this huge movie. But because people got so weird about it, I'm almost like don't want to talk about it because I don't want anyone to like start telling me their views on Ghostbusters. So I was like, oh, no, wow. we don't want a repeat of 2016 again. That was yeah. It's just, I just like I'm no. I'm sort of like I don't even watch that movie anymore. I'm sort of yeah. like done with. I work at a movie theater and I can tell you right now, like the beginning of the year before everything started closing down, we already got marketing material for that movie. I think it was supposed to come out already, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Sony's pushed everything to 2021. So. I mean, it's gonna everything, be- this, everything that was supposed to come out in 2020 was supposed to come out, but then this fucking virus hit. Yeah. It's going to be the new New Mutants. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, think it'll, I think it'll do okay, but it also like just ramped up the marketing material so and like the trailer was just a teaser so it's sort of like hard to be like we barely know what this movie was you know it's like it's like we we weren't supposed to have an idea of it and i mean every movie is going to be like new mutants in 2021 i i wonder if um that one guy that was in the theater when i was watching the 2016 ghostbusters i wonder if he's excited because i I told you all about what happened when i went to see the ghostbusters the guy that was way too excited and he was just like clapping at everything. And this was like three, like three weeks after the movie came out. There was hardly anyone in the theater. He was, it was just me and like four other people. And just this one guy treating it like it was the midnight, the midnight uh, premiere or something. He was just way too into it. I mean, like, kudos uh, to him. Like a big Marvel energy, big Marvel yes, energy. Yes, yeah. in, in the after credits, he was like, oh man, just in three years, we're going to get that sequel to this movie. And <laughs> I, like, I recall that particular day they announced that, yeah, this movie's not getting a sequel. Like they officially <laughs> announced it. That and guy said, probably feels like a damn fool now. Buddy. No, he's still waiting. He's, he's still waiting for that, that sequel. It's like the anti-Sonic movie where they announced the sequel the day after. He's but, probably okay. thinking like, oh man, they're going to make this movie and then they're going to make the sequel to the uh, 2016 one. Uh, by the way, 
obligatory. Um, uh, sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to say real quick, I forgot to mention, but I had a bit of a brief cameo in Ollie and Scoops in episode yeah, five. Cool. That's completely unrelated to Ghostbusters, but awesome. This podcast is supported by Patreon donators of $100. Our first donator is Kovi, who wants to promote Blood Thing, their animated web cartoon. It's about a blob of blood trying to make friends in a world full of assholes. It's crazy resourceful with the limited animation assets they got at their disposal. Watch Blood Thing. Links below. Now back to the show. I hate women. <laughs> oh, I can't send the messages. Wait, what? Bad. What? <laughs> Something just happened. What? Is the patriarchy paying Pan again? Because like... oh, yes. Pan's been watching too much alt right videos again. Oh yeah, alt yeah. righty then. It, it starts. With, it always <laughs> starts with Joe Rogan and goes in the worst place. Yeah. But we talked about Ghostbusters. So I'm obligated to talk about Extreme Ghostbusters, which is a really good, very dark for a kids show, and extremely progressive because it had a guy in a wheelchair. A black yeah. dude, a Latino, and a goth girl in football Ooh, armor. And it's currently. Races. Yeah, all the races. The four She's a goth jock. And the theme song is sung by Jim, Jim Cummings. Cummings. Yeah. Oh. Um, I was waiting for a coming pun from, from Pan. Nah. Yeah, but it's, it's no, on it's, Hulu. No. And can all of you guys watch it so that I can get a home release? I desperately want to be able to own a, the DVD Physical of Extreme. Media? I, want it, I want the DVD. They only release it in Australia, and I can't just, watch that on my American I, TV. No, no, no. I think just that, download uh, that and just put it on a USB. Good stuff. I want high quality. Screw DVDs. Screw DVDs. Somewhere. We need Blu-rays. Give I me think, more cartoons on Blu-rays, please. I, I, I agree. Think, uh, the the physic the idea of anything getting a physical media release at this point is iffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they release the Ghostbusters are... cartoon like every other year. Like it, I don't know. But uh, that was no, a different. Bring back the, bring back the uh, juice, the icy phantoms, or whatever it is. Ecto coolers. Oh, ecto cooler. Ecto course, please. Oh my god, they had that at New York Comic Course Light Ecto. Yes. Nolan and I drank it like we were kings. It was wasn't it like. <laughs> What, 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 what it tastes like oh we first off it was cold and that was weird because ecto cooler you always got it like in your lunch or you traded it with someone else's lunch so this is yeah. like an elementary school lunch bag that's sitting in a backpack for hours oh, so that was Ooh. i never had it cold it's amazing cold um although it was good warm when i was eight so i don't know but it that's was such- it, but they would give us like these huge, like huge pitcher things for like five, six bucks that you could buy from this one stand. And I think I got it like too many times. I was just like, you know, I think my pee was green. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know what they got to bring back is those uh, juices that come in like the barrel, the plastic barrels. An element. I, oh, I know what you're talking I about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The fruit jugs or whatever. Yeah, the, I still yeah, buy the, those. The I cap still is, buy those. Oh shit, they still make it. Yes, the yeah. cap is just tin foil, and you just oh, like, yeah. push through it and oh, get those... your fingers in there. You yeah. you pop it open with your uh, sharp tooth, and you drink it from there. Yeah, just, I, just, was the, I could yeah. never peel them off. I just put my finger through it, and then like kind of push the <laughs> yeah. stuff around it. Get get a pan, stab it, but have some like ink go into the juices, and then just like drink that. Good stuff. Why do you like this pan? Pan, it's I'll good. have you know, I'll have it was you know, the it's like twenty for like a dollar, like twenty. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was the nineties. Yeah. People were all the rage for plastic stuff and ruining the environment. I would Hell pretend yeah. to be Donkey Kong with those things. <laughs> oh, like I, I feel like it would be too sugary for me for me now. Like, but like, just the idea of them is so comforting right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 
Oh, do they still like? Hey, hey, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) You know what I would really want to see come back is Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos a thing? I thought they were still a thing. Yeah, Yeah, I thought they were still around. around, Wait, I can't find them like around where I live. Like you can't find them like at all. Uh, at Walmart, you can get it for seven ninety eight right yeah, now. I would, I would touch no, your local grocery store and. Oh wait, no, they're out of stock. Maybe you're right. No, you need oh, no. you need to I get need, the like, band- you need to get the band aid bubble gum right with oh, man. the uh, with the Cheetos asteroids, the original ones, not the flaming hot ones they sell now. Band aid bubble gum? Do you mean like a uh, bubble gum tape? Yeah, no, no, no. It was like it came in a little oh. tin, and they were shaped like band aids, and they were like sour. They were the best. That's just ever. regular gum sticks, no, you know. No, like, no, no, no. It came in a tin. That's no. Your right. your mom and I have been wanting to talk to you about that. You need to stop eating band aids. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I I looked up on the Dunkaroos website, which is uh, '90s theme, which is uh, terrible, and uh, <laughs> apparently they were supposed to come back this year. Like like, there's oh. even advertisement reminder. Dunkaroos are still coming back. To- 2020. No, I don't think I think COVID. That's another victim. Wait, did they start COVID? Maybe that's why. The oh, come yeah. on, that's bad taste. That's <laughs> these Dunkaroos. I like that. No. That's, that's the line that <laughs> I've crossed the line with saying Dunkaroos caused COVID. <laughs> wow, this website. I finally went to it. It's just trying so hard to be 90s. It's like. <laughs> Are you sure it's oh, not man. just like the Space Jam website where it just hasn't been updated since the nineties? No, no, it it's definitely it has an Instagram thing. It's it's really trying oh, to push this thing. Yeah, it, it's not really like real nineties. Like real nineties, like you know, knows they used to listen to alternative music. This is like someone who <laughs> experienced the nineties and keeps telling me how great Smash Mouth All Star is. Like that's <laughs> just- now if it wants the true nineties experience, I want the website to take thirty minutes to load. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is there's no Limp Biscuit playing in the background. No, uh, this this okay. website isn't cool enough to know Limp Biscuit. I'll have fair you know. enough. Fair enough. If fair they like Limp Biscuit, they know, they know Nookie, but they don't know Roland. So what's they, the point? They were more fans of Slipknot. I get it. No, that would mean they're cooler. You're ruining it. <laughs> oh. Okay, they're more fans of Orgy than Limp Biscuit, and Orgy was the lamest one. So what about oh, Marilyn man. Manson? He's pretty lame. Whoa! I like oh. it when he sings about the food pyramid. My favorite song is the one I can't say. It's it, it's I don't know. I can't say it. It's well, inappropriate. Don't, don't say it then. I don't know which you one. You say it a is. lot of things you shouldn't say. Well, look, it's a very catchy song, and it's like, wow, if the, the lyrics were something completely different, this would be really good to use. I don't know him past the glam rock one. The other ones, kind of, I don't know very well. But his, the... his wife is in the cabaret, I think, and he did a cabaret themed album. I think I don't know what that is. I know his sister is hot as fuck, and she has this really queer ass band called Garbage. I don't know if they're I still know a Garbage. band. Garbage awesome. what? No, that but is I love not, their music. They're not related. Are they not? I thought I swear. No, they're not. <laughs> Are they not? Oh, this entire like time, Irish that's been my head canon. <laughs> Damn. Not, but, he's from Florida. She's from overseas. Like, she's not. Well, I I'm, let's double check this, but are you I, probably right. I, I I'm stupid, but like I no, they're not they're not related. So. I, would, I, I for whatever reason I have had it in my head since high school. No, that she's, they, that, she's Scottish. That's uh, I just sent a link to his wife. She does burlesque shows and stuff like that. Ooh, but, oh yeah, yeah, that lady. She's great. Why is her last name Tease? Yeah, oh yeah, Dita, that's her name, Dita Von Tees. I thought they were divorced. Yeah. Are they divorced? I don't know. 
I, I think can't so. believe we've been living a lie all this time. Oh, like, I feel yeah. so fucking dumb. Divorced in 2007. Never mind. No! Well, Marilyn Manson was just sort of canceled after that. I'm sorry. I'm perpetually stuck in 2007. I'm sorry. Some person told me in high school or something, like in passing, like, yeah, you know, that's his sister. And then, like, I just cling to that without ever checking. Wikipedia has been at my fingertips well, all this time. That's like the story of the rhinos that uh, lived he- in my town. What? That seems like a specific thing that only you would understand the reference to. Okay, okay, let me tell you. Like, in in the Rio Grande Valley, in the most southern point of Texas, we have what's called Rio Reforestation. And um, every year, like, on field trips at at school, we would all go on a field trip on Saturday morning to this damn field to plant some uh, trees. And we've got to plant all of them in a row. And... This ha- this been this has been happening for years, but like they t- in like sixth grade or whatever, they told us like, hey, uh, it's not just to plant trees, you know. There's these rhinos that live in live in our uh, section of of Texas that that are separated, and we can't transport them in like a truck because that that would stress them out and kill them. So we got to plant these trees to lure them and save this rhino species. And then like years later down the line, I was telling someone that. And they were, and she was just like, "What the fuck are you talking about? There are no rhinos down here." And <laughs> I realized, wait a minute, yeah, there are no rhinos. What the fuck? Critical thinking at its best. Now, I remember Not when me. this was a cartoon podcast. Oh yeah, so rhinos. Animaniacs, Hulu. <laughs> I right. spent my entire life thinking those rhinos were real. Rhinos are real. Well, thank you, uh, Jim, for teaching, like, l- letting me know that the world's not as magical as I once thought it well, was. I mean, he, he, you would think he met her while he was working on the set of The Wonder Years as Paul. The, but, the Wonder which Years. Which is definitely a true thing and not a rumor. Um, <laughs> and that he removed part of his ribs to suck his own dick, which is Whoa. another thing. Do you remember those rumors? Classic, yeah. Yes, I do. Classic 90s rumors. How do you even... Suck your own third member. Woo-woo! I mean, Wait, I th- third member? There's That's Jim. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume Nolan's one. Jim, uh, no, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Pan's, Pan's one, one. Nolan's no, two. So. You're third. I mean, I guess technically Ken would be third, but since he's not in that current cast, you would be the third one, and I'm the fourth member. Yeah. Or am I the third? I don't want to be the third member. Because I'm in more podcasts than you. Yeah, sorry. I anyway. beat you. I half the reason I like sometimes I'm like, man, I don't feel like podcasting, but I can't get gen- I gotta keep that gap going. I wanna say too, before we get back on topic, I just wanna say that Marilyn Manson is not goth. As the honorary what? goth in this. No, well, not well, he was sort of canceled recently because of that Evan Rachel Wood testimony. So I don't know. Wait, wait what happened? Because she admitted he like I mean, she was sort of un, like barely eighteen when they were married, and like he was very controlling and did all these horrible things to her and stuff. So that was on Twitter on Friday, I believe. Um, sorry. Well, even better of a reason why he's not associated with goth. Oh boy. Anyway, Venture Brothers. Sorry. Oh, Venture why do you Brothers keep bringing up the sadness? AT and T, the merger screwed everything up and canceled that and took away my show. It's fucked up. What show? The uh, thing I worked on. Like, it was one of the major, like, studio, because, like, a lot of those, I don't know, oh, basically studios came in, fucked, well, 
old the old guy left, new guy came, new studios came yeah, in. Yeah, Mike Lazo retired. Well, I, not I, him. This was I essentially think, WB screwed over, Cartoon Network oh. screwed over. I I mean, do we know is it the Hulu rights that ended it or what was the deal exactly? Don't know, but like adults themselves want to keep keep the show going some form, and I'm thinking it'll show up on like HBO Max. Yeah, season. I assume have... I assume it was probably like a decision made by since they're an umbrella company, like are they're like under under so many di- because it's like Adult Swim, then you have like Cartoon Network, then you have like Warner Brothers, then you have whatever Warner Brothers is owned by. Yeah, um, all I mean, these I mean, companies. I, think I mean, it'll... I will. I'm sorry. No, what were you going to say in the middle? I was saying, like, if, God forbid, Venture Bros. doesn't come back, I'm not saying it won't, but if, God forbid, it won't, I will say, though, it did have a good run. I mean, it had, like, seven seasons and 83 episodes in the span of 17 years. That's, like, not a bad yeah. run. Oh, no, it, 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 I just, they had a season plan. That's, yeah. like, like, if they ended it after season eight, like, that was the final season, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, because... I mean, like, especially in, like, season seven, they revealed, like, so much shit, like, after that, like... They set up pieces, like, because we know that, like, Dean and uh, Hank are going to become the new, you know, Monarch and Dr. Venture type of thing. Like, they're setting up this, like, they're going to start, like, being angry with each other, and the cycle begins, because there seems to be always two Venture brothers that are angry yeah. with each other. You know, if I could, like, say, like, a lot of people are saying that Dean is going to become the villain, I think Hank is going to become the villain this time. That... It's plausible, yeah. Because, like, because, like, again, I don't want to spoil what happened, but basically, uh, I mean, you guys have seen season seven, right? Yeah, I have yeah. at least. I'm, I'm pretty. Like, I, I'm not up to date on it. Oh uh, well, Me I don't want to. Well, I don't want to spoil it then. But uh, if, like, De- well, to simply put, like, Dean does something kind of behind Hank's back, and it like sort of fucks up everything at the second to last episode. So it, like, changes their, like, whole dynamic, but I don't know, like, I feel like they're sort of pushing Hank to go down, like, sort of a darker path instead of Dean, like everyone theorizes. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's so many interesting plot lines that they set up, and it's just, like, to, to have it robbed from us, because, like, they were writing season eight, or they were at least, like, outlining it as they were making season seven, so, like, they were going to be super close together, like, more so than any other season. And, um, like, uh, I don't know, like, everything that happens infects each other so much stronger. And, um, I don't know, like, to, to be, like, mid-production, or at least, like, starting to write and getting there and then being, like, cut from it is, like, brutal. I mean, yeah. I think they, they did, because Adult Swim's relationship with Venture Brothers was always different than most shows, because they would let them take time to develop a season. Oh, yeah, that whole show was basically the embodiment of quality over quantity like they took their sweet ass time yeah what's the deal with that i think two people wrote it i I remember like years ago i remember years ago watching the like the dvd bonus features and they made it seem like astro base go was just like literally two people and it kind of seems like astro base go was but i mean i can speak on this with some authority i guess because i did stuff friends with, with someone who worked on it? No, uh, we were in development at World Leaders, so I don't oh. know what the deal was with that. But basically, is when you see the production, Astro Base Go was two people, but the either I think it's Noodle Soup, World Leaders, and Pit Mouse was where they actually animated it. So they would Astro Base Go, I think, was like an apartment or something, to my understanding, or at least when they were in New York, I think they moved the show to LA after World the World Leaders thing ended. But um, yeah, I. 
Astro Base Go was always like their Doc and um, Jackson's production company, not where they actually animate. Because they always had like three things. It was Astro Base Go, whoever animated, did all the animation, and uh, Adult Swim. But I think that relationship is, you know, when a new company comes in and buys another company, they usually look at those relationships and those contracts and go, wait, what are we doing? we're doing what now? And then they, they like reassess or cancel some things or get new people. And I think the combination of that and the fact that Hulu has the rights to venture brothers right now, um, probably made Warner. I don't think the AT&T merger, look, AT&T is a hundred billion dollars in debt, whether they had venture brothers or not makes not a difference at all to them. Like it's not about that. It's more just that this is what happens with companies. They always relook at these relationships. And I think, Mike Lazo not being able to protect them in addition to them looking at it and going like, I don't, and also Venture Brothers doesn't get that much online talk. Like how many of us really make videos about them? Or well, because it, it, yeah. it, well, it goes into hibernation every two years. You yeah. Know? yeah, it's kind of tough it, to keep up with. No, it I is, like, it's hard to like, but it's just like Rick and Morty, when a new episode, that's like a huge deal. I think that doesn't help Venture Brothers. And I think they looked at all of that and went, what what are we doing now and although i do think the hbo max thing would work because the thing about streaming services now is they want cult shows because they know even if they get ten thousand people they're guaranteed to get them with a cult show yeah they will sign up i mean that's why cult shows are worth a lot more than they used to be because they know they'll get a certain online buzz and stuff but i'd say like if everyone who's listening to this or whatever is super sad about the venture brothers thing like make venture brothers content like keep tweeting about it because like i feel like about infinity train we see so much more i'm not like trying i put myself in this too because i didn't do anything either but it's just like that's just the fact of the world right now you know it's like there just isn't enough talk about it so yeah because like i assumed because to be honest like i assumed that it got canceled mostly because uh right now a lot of companies are not making as much money as they used to because of uh world you know how the world is right now and Mm -hmm. a lot of people need like fast content and um and like venture brothers takes too long so the the investment they would put into it by time that would happen in the next two years uh i don't don't know if that's like really worth Mm. risking for from a business perspective obviously from an artist side i'm like yes give us the venture i will say we don't know like what exactly like we're not sure 100 percent what happened Mm -hmm. um because I mean, it's also that TV shows. People don't talk about this with TV, but they get more expensive as they go on. So the show was like the most expensive it's ever been at this point. So yeah. I'm sure that doesn't help as well. But I'm sort of like, from research I've done, that seems to be I think probably what happened. But we don't. No one said what really happened, and adults were a little sketchy and stuff. Like its budget definitely shows in every season because like the show gets more and more progressively more beautiful. Like if you look at the season one art direction compared to the season se- seven art direction, it's like damn. It's like the show like the show's art style like keeps evolving all the time, and like just that was like one of the best fun things to watch of Adventure is just like seeing the art evolution like just expand. Like Brock had like three different character designs and like three different seasons mm-hmm. no yeah, well I, like it the show is one of the only ones i know that never had a status quo like yeah. like every episode something would happen and then the world's changed and that was so beautiful about it yeah yeah i see it's not on hbo max currently and i feel like if it if the old episodes 
get placed on there like there's going to be a big influx uh, influx of people just like learning yeah, to love it again no i mean it's on hulu hulu oh. has the rights we, that's what oh. i was saying that's why that's one of the reasons Fuck I, that i don't got hulu so. i mean i with the right advertising and stuff i could see it having a second wind as good as like avatar did you know with netflix yeah. and everything yeah. but see netflix pushes old stuff these other streaming services just don't yeah. do it as much mm. you know i mean if we just got one last season or even like an hour-long special i'd be content i just want closure yeah i was, I mean, I was just swim a movie adult swim likes to like randomly bring back uh harvey birdman for like one more episode right but they won't bring back metalocalypse for some stupid ass reason no eventually yeah. they're, they're not really good with their legacy shows i think yeah. i think they sort of need to figure out I don't know. It's weird because, like, hey, twelve ounce mouse came back this year. I don't know how that makes any sense. Yeah, like, yeah, like I, I, I love twelve ounce mouse, but I was like, it's like, how did Venture Brothers get canceled? But twelve ounce mouse gets season three. I don't. I know. mean, I get- twelve ounce mouse costs like ten dollars to make. Yeah. Well, no, the new season <laughs> cost. It it was definitely the most expensive. I think it cost a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, like season like, three, <laughs> like season three, they definitely upped up the budget a bit more. Yeah. So it. I don't. I really don't understand what goes on over there. And Warner Media is sort of a mess right now. So I don't. You know who who the fuck knows? To be honest, but you know. like they also screwed over Mortal Oral when it was in like its third season, apparently too. Yeah, they're not good at. I don't know. I mean, but they treat Rick and Morty real nice. So I think you know if you're a huge the, the fan. whole. Isn't like pre, like uh, ordering like a hundred new episodes? Like yeah, they ordered like, like hundred and forty episodes. Like yeah. that's 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 uh that's not a thing that happens normally. No, they're not like they're counting on Rick and Morty to be like their new family guy because Family Guy from what I read is about to leave Adult Swim soon next year. That's gonna be a big hit for them. Although although Family Guy isn't what it was ten yeah. years ago. I mean, is it really drawing in ratings like it used to? I don't well, I, I mean, mean young people who tune in. Yeah. Do, no, young the young people, people like the young oh, people yeah. like Family Guy know. to this day? Like I don't know. Oh yeah. Really? I'll have you know that Quentin Reviews watches Family Guy and an American Dad. He's been tweeting about it, so you know it's pretty hip. Whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> whoa, I want now. I want a Family Guy review from Quentin Reviews. Curious. Yeah, well, uh, tweet at him. Let's see if we can get this going. I'm, Hashtag. I'm, to, I'm actually trying to get Salty DK Dan to become the Quentin review. How Quentin Reviews is about Garfield. I want Salty DK Dan to be that with Alf. This is a this is a thing I'm really working on. How are you so, like force feeding that? Like I'm I, just curious. I, he brought it up once and I won't let it go. And he's never on Twitter, so anytime I see him, he is. I'm like review Alf and just <laughs> just drop some mind goblins on. I just I just feel like eventually I'll break him down, and one day I'll be like, oh shit, he did it, and I won't watch any of them. I want to I want to believe that the next time, um, whenever the world's done ending, uh, there's a Momocon. He's as soon as you walk into the room, he's gonna be, oh shit, it's that fucking Alf guy, and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably no, you know actually i'm surprised that of all the 80s reboots that have been getting revived or getting a reboot i'm surprised elf hasn't gotten one they've they been, been working they've been working on it where's they the have? heathcliff reboot nah. <laughs> well, Heath, heathcliff has a lot of like mobile games oh boy. Is, yeah. is there, a, Heath, is there yes. a heathcliff go like there's garfield go i'm, I'm waiting for the uh heathcliff eats like oh my god do you know how good that would be if someone opened up across the street from the garfield eats place a heath 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my own stupid idea, but I just think it would be hilarious if someone opened up another cartoon cat-themed restaurant across the oh. street. Right down the street from Felix the Cat's Pizza or something. Totino's, Totino's. Start the music right! Totino's, Totino's. How did you know? Totino's. Thank you. Feminine Pizza Bag! Oh, please take me there. Yes. Yeah, I would go to Felix the Cat's Pizza. All Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat is on Peacock, which is a free service. Yay. Oh, is Peacock free? Oh, it is? Peacock. That's the one Maxwell Adams worked on, right? Yeah, that oh, one's really it. good. That's the yeah. best TV. That's not the silent ones, at least. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I think. I didn't know that that was free because there's a couple of stuff on there that I've been wanting to watch. What's I mean, there? There, there is a paid version, but you can watch pretty. There's a lot of stuff you can watch for free on there. It's really cool. You just have to sign up and. They're not going to charge you unless you sign up for premium. So yeah, I'm trying to like I, I can't remember exactly. I know there was something I was like I really want to watch that. Well, it's on Peacock, and I was like, well, never going to see that. Might as well pirate it. Peacock is super. Uh, I, I I like it okay. It's just not on Roku like HBO Max, which bugs because you know you can't watch it on your TV. So oh, that's weird. Uh, I hate HBO Max not being on uh, Roku. Like yeah. they're, they're like they're the polar opposites of each other. No, uh, they both they both aren't. I mean, Peacock and HBO Max. Wait, what yeah, was like I, we have oh. to like hook up an Xbox to uh, to watch it, and just, yeah. I don't know, like uh, is that like a weird like exclusively deal that they just like? They didn't do what Disney Plus did, and Disney Plus worked out all these deals before, and HBO Max and Peacock wouldn't budge on. I think Roku gets like twenty percent, but they also are like, well, one of the big things with streaming. Uh, I guess devices is they have those ads like you, you you have a Roku where it just like plays that cityscape or whatever and there's like billboards that have ads for streaming shows. Oh yeah, they have the Beethoven cartoon. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. But like those like Beethoven the, the dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently, oh, it was an animated series. They, they have. They even have. This is Savage. on Peacock. Yeah, they yeah. Have, yeah. They, they have the Savage Dragon cartoon also, guys. So. <laughs> I'm currently looking through all of their lineup so I can figure out what the fuck the show that I wanted to watch is on here. They have I can't remember. Also, anyway, but they, but yeah, they wouldn't pay for the ads that play during the Roku kind of screensaver. And I, to me, it's just like, just pay the thing and make the deal. Like, what are you doing? Because everyone's forgotten about Peacock already. Oh my god, yeah. they have the Father of the Pride. Remember that oh, DreamWorks boy, series? Classic. Wait, wait, is that? The- the lions because that sounds yes. familiar yeah yeah yes, it's the lions it that is. featured donkey for one episode yep. it did. yeah yeah surprisingly it's the second cartoon featuring um what's it called uh Siegfried and roy oh yeah you what did a review of this didn't you oh no i never i never covered it it was saber sparks but like there was a oh. previous uh sorry uh, <laughs> yeah same thing <laughs> the, same channel the, the, rude you no. think i would you think i would know the difference but you write for him yes i do <laughs> I should know the difference. Yeah, like there was that. Besides the lion one, there was like a Fox Kids pilot about Siegfried and Roy being magicians in like medieval times or something. It it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Guys, apparently there is a, a Muppet Babies version of the Madagascar movies. Yeah, it's on Same. Hulu. Oh, on that's Hulu. new. I think. Yeah. Oh, Sliders is on here. Hell yeah. Sliders. Sliders. It's a. It's a weird show about uh basically it's these people hop into alternate realities and they're trying to find their way back home so it's like comic zone 
the oh, old but, game for we, Sega. Yeah. But, but it's wild because obviously like it lasted longer than I think anyone was expecting it to, oh, except yeah. for like the hardcore people. But by the time the end of the show is over, like the main cast is completely different, except for the incidental comic relief character who became the new main character. Like, like this character is so weirdly Wait, which character? I watched season yeah. one, so I don't even know. The, what the black singer guy yeah. becomes he... the main hero by the end of it because everyone else is written out. What do they do they and then it's like Jonathan uh uh jerry o'connell's brother right is on it or something uh well because i know that the main character so like to to keep him in even though the actor left they did a thing where he gets mutated and turned into another actor was like the way they they explained that and uh what's hilarious is that like while these people are just random ass people i mean i guess one of them made a fucking alternate dimension portal thing um but like Every other world is like an alternate where one of them have taken over and they're evil because that's cheap to keep the budget down to have the same actors. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, that yeah, that, sh- that show was like, how long did it last? Like I, to me, that's like when Stargate was taking over Nerd. Six or seven, or it's like six or seven uh, episodes or seasons long. Jesus. Um, yeah, Izzy. It, it, yeah. If you like uh, far out shows like that, uh, you, I recommend watching a show called uh, Farscape on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Uh, like, I watch it because it's not good. Oh. And, and, I, and, and I'm sure oh. there's going to be someone in the comment section be like, that's my favorite show, and you're a son of a bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Zoe's uh, Extraordinary Playlist got moved to Peacock. That's the show I was wanting to watch. Oh, that was one. that good? I never watched. Uh, I, I I I like the characters. I don't know if the story is good, and it gave me the worst rendition of uh, Kesha's TikTok I've ever heard. Uh, like like mm. literally, it's the worst. And this is, I didn't hate watched it. I was invested in it because uh, I don't know. Like it, they did a really good uh, transgender story in it, and I thought that was really cool. Oh. Yeah, cool. like uh, the, one of the main characters is a is a trans woman or at least a gender fluid uh, person. I can't remember what exactly they identify as, but like the first like three or four episodes, she's presented as a woman and they use she, her pronouns and all that. And then like randomly uh, Zoe for the plot line, for people who are wondering, uh, it's a show where this girl uh, gets an MRI or something while someone's playlist is playing. And now she can hear people's inner thoughts, but it's through songs. So everyone's doing covers. So if you enjoy terrible covers of good or okay songs, boom, gotcha. <laughs> this is a show like, for you. Like Glee? Uh, yeah, yeah. Only this one's modern age. There's a playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it's uh, I got invested in it. I think it got canceled because of COVID. Um, I've, I've, like, I, I stopped watching. Oh, it only made it 12 episodes, so I'm only like two episodes behind. Hmm. This Let's talk about cartoons. <laughs> oh, so Powerpuff Girl is that a thing? Still, I don't. Oh, what, the CW? reboot. Yeah. Wait, what are we supposed oh, to be yeah. talking about? Is there a uh, list? I'm supposed to There's we never a list. I'm just I... bringing up like news animation things I can think of off the Look, top. Of man. Well, I'm I was just... gonna, I was gonna mention Cobra Kai because that was on the list. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> it is a great show. Yeah. I think me and Payne are the only two who've seen it in this entire call. I, so. I would like to see it, but I haven't. Yeah. We all gotta join Cobra Kai. It'll be but cool. you haven't. You haven't seen. Have either of you seen the original? I, I okay. I watched honestly, all three of them. Or, oh, okay. I, 
I okay, I haven't seen it all the way through, but I've seen parts and I've seen a bunch of parodies. So it's like you know, Karate Kid's a movie you don't even need to see to actually see. You know, I mean, not I would, Star Wars. I would say I would say you should see Karate. Kid. I don't know. I I really like the first one. I think it's a really good kids yeah. movie. Yeah, the it's, first it's back in the eighties where bullies were literally just murderers. Like yeah. they do some really well, dangerous shit. I mean, I thought it's the whole up time, the whole lesson with the first one is like the whole movie. You're like. What is what is this old guy teaching him? Like none of this makes any sense. Like you're just like, like what what is going on? Like it like he's painting a fence. Like what is this? And then at the end, <laughs> he's the best around because he learned all that crap from you know Mr. Miyagi, and it shows you like you know oh education actually leads to something, which I thought mm-hmm. was like a cool message because they do it in like this great way where it's like his life's tough. Like where is this even going? And at the end, he's the best around and he breaks that guy's leg. So and no one's yeah, ever gonna take him guy. down. What? What was it? The uh, what was it? Karate Kid Two, I thought was pretty good. That's the one where they go to Japan. I think Osaka. And they made, I wasn't uh, into that, but if you've seen it more recently, I don't. You know, the yeah, only karate, the only Karate Kid movie I've seen is with uh, Jaden Smith. And oh, that was decent. I thought it was decent. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they somehow for like season three they just unite all the other <laughs> versions of Karate Kid. Bring in Jaden Smith. Bring in the next Karate Kid girl. <laughs> yeah. You, so you want a Turtles in Time, but with Karate Kids? No, like they all exist in the same universe. Like maybe like Jackie Chan was like Mr. Miyagi's like son or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait, are you implying that Mr. Miyagi had sex? Maybe. Well, he uh, talks, talks about his on. family in the first. Well, yeah, like it's that's it's a whole big deal. Yeah, and I only know that because while it, I I've watched. Karate Kid at some point in my life. I don't remember it, but Community did a bridge version of it as a joke. So oh, I know Chris, that. This is how you know that. <laughs> uh, no, he got Mr. Miyagi got an Oscar nomination for that movie. People don't talk about that. He did? Yeah, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, just that scene where he's like crying and stuff. and you're, You know, I'm really making that sound like it's not monumental, but he talks about like the Japanese internment camps. Uh, well, yeah, because like, yeah. Is, I, if, if community is leading me straight for this uh, conversation, uh, <laughs> essentially uh, Miyazaki or Miyazaki. Uh, Miyazaki. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the Karate Kid was a mistake. Yeah. Well, because like the the, the 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 white kid just showed up. Like like that's how that they explain it. It's like the guy. Yeah, it's not a good performance. He's not amazing, but the the. the the mentor character is like this pain character that has so much depth to it. Yeah. But I, I might yeah. be misremembering. Or, I, mean, well, you know. I think, I think he does have the more interesting performance, but I, do, I don't think the kids that forgettable or anything. I think he does a good job, but it's, you know, it is sort of a simple kind of family kind of movie, you know? Well, actually, if you watched uh, karate kid two, you'd find out Mr. Miyagi had a childhood rival that he too had to overcome. <laughs> For fighting a girl fighting over a girl or something like that and so he related with uh larusso so that's why he trained him in the first movie but you know you, you don't need to that, watch karate kid too can we, can we get a well, new karate kid where it's a uh, daniel teaching some other well i think like, that's cobra kai that, that, right? yeah that's cobra kai oh is it i haven't uh, it's a great show it, it's cobra kai okay. is a great show you know, this is, but it's about uh, like uh, Johnny's a perspective, the bully kid. You know, he's like old now. He doesn't have a. He has a like a square TV. His dick don't work no more. He's like a salami <laughs> in the morning. 
Besides, <laughs> you know what? It's time to bring back Cobra Kai. Why? Wait, why is he eating salami in the morning? This guy sounds like an idiot. Like, he, like the first he... episode is him just like putting like a salami on like a a, pa- a pan on the on the oven or whatever, and just cooking what? that and eating that. That's not how you eat <laughs> salami. This guy's. What? The only furniture he has in his apartment's like a recliner and a TV on the floor. Yeah, and he watches Iron Eagle all day. Oh, so well, that sad. doesn't. I, I could live. Boomer. I could live like that. But the salami part, I, I just can't be with. <laughs> it's like, damn, this this one single karate tournament from like thirty years ago ruined his entire life. The karate tournament that no one remembers. Yeah, except him and like he and Daniel. Like uh, Co- the the Cobra Kai is just fucking great because it's just like. They acknowledge how fucking ridiculous this bullshit is. Like, there, there's people just saying, "Who cares about karate?" And it's like, no, he in, in this town, it's like uh, football. So it's like they try to justify through that. It's oh, okay, that's, yeah, it's like high school football to people. But do the they... is that kind of weird that cities like get legitimately like obsessed over high school football? I've <laughs> always thought it was weird, but I grew up in one of those no. that didn't have it really. I feel like we're art kids, so yeah. you know. <laughs> As someone like, that's who normal, like yeah. you know, you seen King of the Hill. That's that's just life. <laughs> as, so, as someone who didn't ever involve themselves with sports in high school, yeah, there I ain't no there ain't no football in this show. It's all about karate. Heck yeah! I mean, they they, I mean, they treat this shit like it's the fucking like. There's one character who's basically like the goddamn Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> the kid, <laughs> the the kid with the mohawk. You, you no, well, no, you'll see someone else, but I don't, I don't spoil anything. But yeah, it's just like. It's it's ridiculous. I love it. I do want to say there's one part that might sell you on the show. There's this kid with a mohawk, and he trains under uh, Johnny's character, who's the bully kid or the bully kid from the first Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. And he he later starts getting he has self confidence issues, but as he joins Cobra Kai, he gets his confidence up and up and up. And eventually, he just like mind you, he's like 16 years old. In one episode, like he's just a normal kid. In the next episode, he has like a full mohawk and he has like an eagle tattooed on his back, and he's like picking fights with kids in school. It's like the craziest yeah. thing ever. He's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- this sh- I feel like in like maybe if this show goes on for several more seasons, it'll end up like Fast and Furious, where they're just gonna keep amping up this bullshit. Like I want like wide. <laughs> Cobra Kai versus Miyagi Do f- factions and everything. <laughs> When's uh, Fast and Furious gonna finally make it into space? That's oh, what they announced like a week ago. Yeah, Did they really? Uh, Is that a thing? Yeah, it's happening in the they, next one. So I fucking they, said that as a joke. Oh my Michelle god, Michelle Rodriguez. Wait. She was like, "Man, how'd you know? I guess cat, cats out of the bag. Yeah, going go into space. They've been I trying didn't... to get the cast to admit it because they delayed Fast and Furious because of COVID. But apparently, at the end of nine, they go into space, which I assume means they're going to go into space and intend to all be in space. That's my opinion. oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So are they just going to drive around the moon? Are they going to scrape it and everything? Yeah, yeah, have you seen the new Gorillaz music videos just like that? Actually, I have not seen the new Gorillaz music video, but no, I want to. Either. I haven't seen it, but like I know it has Elton John in it, and that's really cool. It the does? Next, oh, man. The next yeah. one has Elton John. This one has Robert oh. Smith and The Cure in it. But yeah, oh, the next okay, one has. Wow. I saw images Elton. where they like apparently they, they made him into the Gorillaz style, and that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elton uh, you know, John. we need to talk about today. Huh. And I'm shocked it hasn't been brought up yet. Mm-hmm. The Scott Pilgrim game's back. Oh, oh it's yeah. back, bitch! Oh, yeah. Finally, some... after all the licensing issues with the comic, the movie, and also, I guess, the musicians who worked on the game, they could finally re- re-release it this this December, which is like, Thank oh, fucking damn, God. 
Yeah, as a game collector, I hope they do a physical release so I can just yeah. keep that on my shelf and not yeah. let them pry it never, from my fingers. Never again. But like the the reveal was really uh, annoying because like uh, you know Ubisoft announced that they were going to do a thing, and then like uh, James uh, Gunn like said, "Hey, check out uh, Brian O'Malley updates," and everyone's like, you know, kind of figured it out by default. But like Brian kept like doing these like bullshit random like I just want to announce I'm tall or something like it was always like these <laughs> random little bit and like everyone's just waiting and waiting for like but you know every hour it was just, like this new little stupid bit and then finally it was revealed and it's like good yeah, finally because <laughs> I was getting scared get to sit through a terrible Prince of Persia trailer first oh yeah. god the re- the remaster which looks looked like a, a 2006 game. <laughs> It looks like an Xbox 360. Actually, I take that back. The Xbox 360 Prince of Persia games look better than that. <laughs> Supposedly, it's just the lighting that they're not finished yet, but we'll see in 2021 of January when they release it. If they, I mean, it. At least, I mean, at least it's not uh, Mario Super 3D All-Stars where they just took the 64 version and just changed the lighting and textures a bit. Yeah, the texture a little accurate. higher res. Yeah, I think, I think there's uh, a little bit more done to it than that, but... Uh, it is frustrating that 64 isn't even widescreen, but they made yeah. Sunshine the worst of the three, in my opinion. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Hold okay. on. It's the worst you of know the three great flavors. Come on. Kind of, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I remember oh, years honestly, ago, I Honestly, out of the three of them, which one are you most excited to play as? Like, oh, which one oh, are you? Man. Um, honestly? Is it Sunshine? Because I'd be shocked. Mario Sunshine for me. I want my own freedom. I don't want a linear levels like Sunshine and Odyssey and uh, Galaxy Head. I need, I need fucking freedom. No one can tell me what to do. Here's bitch. the thing, though. It's like uh, Sunshine was the only one I haven't played. I played Mario 64 DS, and you got to play as you know, like Wario, Yoshi, and oh yeah, uh, release and that Luigi. version. Yeah, yeah and that, that's what I was hoping they would do. But instead, we got the N64 version, which is like oh, whatever. And then they released Galaxy, but Galaxy kind of gets me a little motion sick, kind of. So I'm more <laughs> excited towards. Uh, oh, uh, and the one thing that pisses me off about the Sunshine port is that apparently the analog stick on the GameCube controller won't be compatible with it oh oh no no hang on it, it's okay it's kind of weird but like they're basically saying like it full compatibility with the gamecube controller because really it will work with the gamecube just not the uh triggers that uh the the l and r that that are like oh. sensitive to like how much you put pressure on them because sunshine relied on that for how much pressure you're releasing with the water mm. yeah that makes sense but yeah it will work with the gamecube it's just it's just not gonna Oh. Work with those triggers specifically. Yeah. Oh, and apparently they hate Galaxy Two. Apparently, they just like drew that game under the bus. Yeah, that's extra work, you know. It's if hard. this one's successful I enough, I can see them doing a second 3D collection at some point, or maybe a DLC. Well, you guys aren't even talking about the most like, or, like the thing about this that like, I guess is upsetting is the fact that it's a limited release, meaning that yeah. both digitally mm-hmm. and yeah, physically into the Disney vaulted goes. <laughs> uh, I, my theory on that one is that they're planning on releasing them individually for like probably slightly more later on as well with galaxy two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or wait, well, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, uh, I was going to go on a little tangent about game collecting, but you can finish cause it'll no, no, go for it. Go for it. Okay, so if you know me and my YouTube channel at all, I'm I'm a game collector and I collect uh, various different games for various different platforms and stuff. And one platform I was recently getting into was the GameCube. But due to the whole COVID situation and just how the second mar- hand market works, 
is a lot of GameCube games are just hyperinflated for no reason, such as, uh, you know, for instance, Super Mario Sunshine, I think is like 80 to to $100 now, which is absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I was excited for this 3D, uh, what was it, 3D All-Stars, which gets me Sunshine plus two additional games for $20 less. And so, you know, I snagged a copy. But one thing that really bothers me is this limited release model. Because, I mean, as a game collector, you would assume that, oh, well, you would be happy to own a rare game because you can sell it for a higher price later. But that's not how I I tend to view things. Like, I buy games, I collect them. I've never had very much money. The only reason why I collection so big as it is is because I've just collected over years. And there's a lot of games that I want people to try um, that they just simply can't because the game's over, like, $100. For instance, like, you know, the Megami Tensei series, which is what I cover on my YouTube channel a lot, they do all their games recently skyrocketed, for instance, like a game that came out two, two years ago is now almost $100. A game that came out two years ago and wasn't even limited release. But yeah, that was pretty much the tangent I wanted to go off on is I just think it's annoying that companies keep trying to do this limited release thing and feeding the secondhand market, which I don't think should exist. But that's- well, Nintendo in particular is like really guilty of this because you have it with the Amiibos. Like they love the scarcity, like the artificial scarcity. Uh, because it enforces people to buy stuff from the get-go. Like, if you don't buy it, you might not get it. I still haven't gotten the Splatoon 2 Amiibos. Uh, that's just the Inklings. Because yeah. they haven't re-released them. They keep re-releasing the first game ones. And I got my Amiibos. Bitch, I got Pearl and Marina. Oh, I have those. Yeah. Are you talking uh, about the triple pack with the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I want the, the Inklings, not the... The special character. So I have every single set except for the recolors, which I don't care for, and um, the Splatoon two ones. I like the. I, I'm really weird with amiibos. Like, uh, like for example, I'm not buying all the Smash Brothers ones, but like certain mm-hmm. sets, I like to get all of them. Like the Shovel Knights, the Splatoons, and the um, the Pixel ones, where they do like pixelated characters. I like those oh, a lot. Yeah, the the Link one is so cool. It is. The the only amiibos I ever got were. For the Smash ones, were for King K. Rule and uh, Meta Knight. Yeah, I, the one I wanted more than any others because I'm a huge Souls fan. It was the Solaire one, and the Solaire one skyrocketed immediately because I think it was a GameStop exclusive, which was like incredibly stupid. So now, if you want one, it's like fifty bucks or something. It's really. I'm dumb. just waiting for the Banjo one, even though it's going to go against my guideline of buying Amiibos. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't buy the ones where they have display. Like, okay, so like knowing that the characters are going to be made into toys, you think they would be able, and they're going to mimic the character models as much as possible. You think logically, you'd be like, all right, we're gonna make these imposes that can be made into statues. Instead, they're like, this one's like bouncing, so it's gonna be like nothing but stands or reinforcements. And I don't know, like I have the Wii Fit trainer because I got her for like really cheap, and but she looks like she has a boot. Like, she looks like she's, like, in a cast. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of the original Link Amiibo that looks like he's just standing on a P tower. Like, a yellow tower that he's just hanging off of. It's really dumb. That's why I like the Splatoon one so much, because they, like, add it, they, like, incorporate it into the design, the support stands, so they're, like, the ink. Mm-hmm. And or I think the, that's really cool. Or the Joker one for Persona 5. He has, like, the flames around him or whatever. That one was pretty cool, too. Yeah. There was something where we started talking about, but then you guys mentioned something else and like Cobra steamrolled Kai. it. No, it was something else, something interesting. Mario. <laughs> no. Oh, was it the Powerpuff Girls thing? 
Yeah, that, oh, I don't well, think we've talked about that. That's happened in the live-action Powerpuff Girls CW series, whatever, but by Dio, Diablo Cody. That's all I ever fucking wanted. I just thought it was really funny, because on Twitter, everyone was, like, fucking hanging on it, but everyone except for Jim were just, like, like of the pizza party, were like, this is exciting, This is it's gonna be terrible, I can't wait to watch Let's it twice. see it. Did they say it was live-action or animated? Live-action. Live-action. I mean, uh, I... Okay. It sounds like because it's Greg Berlanti and Diablo Cody are two of the main people, or Greg Berlanti who does all the Arrowverse or whatever it is. He's, I think, executive producer, but Diablo Cody's going to help develop it. But at first, I was very against it, but I sort of had thought about it and I thought, like, maybe that's a good because it's supposed to be the girls are older and they feel like their childhood was sort of robbed or scarred by their crime fighting ways. And I was like, Maybe that's a good analogy for a generation that, you know, was little kids when 9-11 happened. Yeah. 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 I, w- I think that might actually work fairly well, but it depends on, like, no. how they do it. I kind of wish with something like this, it would be better if they didn't announce the concept so early. I wish they'd announced a fucking oh, trailer. Just like that. Like and switch type of thing where, like, hey, we're doing live-action Powerpuff Girls, and people would still be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's like if they had had a trailer... Like, I don't like when they announce these things so early because it's like, it doesn't sound like they even have a script. You know, it just sounds way way too early that they really, like, same with, like, the Ren and Stimpy thing, which that definitely shouldn't happen. But the, uh, I mean, I think it's going to, but, um, uh, or we'll see. Oh, Bob Camp uh, confirmed on Facebook. Yeah, it's not happening, that Ren and Stimpy reboot. Well, yeah. I mean, Uh, I, I hope that's true, but it's just, these are things that, like, they're cool to talk about, but if I was one of those companies, I was like, why don't we not talk about this stuff till like it's going forward enough that, you know, there's a real thing because you don't want, you know, sometimes the public could mess with development in a negative way. You know? Do you th- do you think they're just trying to drop the headline before it gets too far into development to gauge interest? It's possible. Po- possibly. I don't. I don't think they care as much about the press in some cases. I think I meant more like social media. uh, Yeah, but I I think in some case they do and they don't. But it's also like some of these things might not happen for years because development's weird. You know, it's like we might not. I mean, especially with COVID, who knows when we get this Powerpuff Girls show? It might be twenty twenty four. You know, I was just. I was. I'm sorry, Jim. No, that was it. Sorry. I was just gonna say, like, I think a like a live action like Powerpuff Girls show could work if like they sort of like parody or like make fun of its own concept like they know it's like dark and gritty and everything the girls are just like oh whatever i'm just so done with this that's the thing with it that i kind of in the long term i'm not as into because i really like the first season of riverdale because it's sort of a joke and then when i watched season two i was like oh this isn't a joke anymore this is Uh a show that's running (laughs) and before it was like i guess the uh, you know, Archie Twin Peaks or Archie's Weird Mysteries, but serious. And then yeah. it became like an actual teen show. And I was like, oh, I don't want this. I wanted, I wanted, yeah. I that like the Twin one. Peaks. I like you season know? one, I think is great. But like after that, just it kind of eats its own tail. And I feel like Powerpuff Girls will be like a one season wonder. And then we'll be like, this is stupid. Bubbles is a drink addicted to heroin now. <laughs> and like, oh, I, okay. Okay. Speaking of bubbles. All I want from this is I want her to be kind of chubby and to be gothic Lolita. I don't know why. Like that that's that's my mental headcanon of bubbles growing up is that, you know, she likes candy and shit, so she gets a little chubbier. 
Okay. Uh, I, I, I like the idea of, you know, tomboy. Uh, I know it's stereotypical, but tomboy buttercup of being kind of the athletic one. And then, you know, I, I think uh, I think a preppy, you know, diversion of uh, Blossom. But, you know, with it being a parody, who knows? I want Diablo mm. Cody to call you right now because I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. <as well. laughs> you know what? I feel like they could uh, work in that one episode. Do you remember the Powerpuff episode where they fly really fast and they see the future of Townsville and like, yes. it's him. yeah. Oh, yeah. That then, episode like, is depressing. Oh God. yeah. Like they, they straight up tell the Powerpuff girls, Hey, you can never leave town or go on vacation or this will happen. And it's like that, that likely fucked them up for a while. They can't leave town ever. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, show yeah. get pretty dark sometimes, but also like, how do you do the amoeba voice? Like, there's so many Just, things I don't get. I was thinking they're going to reimagine the... all of them into humans. Oh, I mean, gosh. oh, can like, you imagine? My, my... Like, I'm sorry. Oh, go on. No, I'm sorry. You can finish. I'll okay, get, reiterating reiterating my video. Like, my dream like version of a live action Powerpuff Girls is like they take they 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 pull the whole Power Rangers or like you know those old Godzilla things and try to make some man in suit obvious creature like that you know like mojo jojo was inspired by one of those types of creatures so it's like do do that make a cardboard city and have that destroyed every episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was just gonna say like imagine like instead of mojo in the series being a mad scientist he's just like this uh like multi-millionaire like corrupted businessman who's just like hiding in his like ivory tower Mm. he has like this hat that's covering his brain he's wearing like a business suit He's played by the actor who plays uh, Gus from Breaking Bad. You know the guy. What? What's his... No, <laughs> no, no. That guy's not going to do that shit. Or... You don't know? You They'll get know? his understudy's cousin. Or they could just go all the way like that one DC's Legend of Tomorrow show where Gorilla Grog goes back in time to kill Obama or something. Whoa. What? what? Do, you re- do you remember that? Oh, Have you yeah, ever seen that, that clip? Wait, what the hell is this? Gorilla Grog breaks into Obama's like dorm when he's in college and says he's gonna kill him. I haven't watched the whole episode. What? <laughs> I've never seen this. What the hell? It's it's yeah. something that happened. <laughs> oh, well, you know that. Uh, par- oh wait, the guy we're talking about, Gus from um, Breaking Bad. Apparently, he's in Ducktales. Is he's he? the voice of Phantom Blot. In the region, yeah, he's also Lex Luthor in the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna you know say. You, well, what I was trying to say was like uh, he was an axe cop. Like Jim's trying to make it sound like he's above shit, and I'm like, I don't think so. I feel like I've seen <laughs> no, no. Stuff. See, he's for I think because he's like you know he's on the Mandalorian stuff like that. Like live act, a lot of these guys will do one thing in live action and then cast a different way for voice roles. And I feel like for live action, he's not going to commit to a show where he's the Mojo Jojo villain. Is what I was saying. All right, yeah, I mean, I if it's a voiceover, I think he could. Oh, yeah. if it's if it's a voice. Absolutely, but that's I, different. I would have no. Oh man, I I, I think they're going to make a Mojo Jojo into like an ape instead of a like straight up monkey. So since, since yeah. the girls are taller, he can't be small. It's Caesar from Planet of the Apes. They just bring in uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who does all the mocap? Andy Circus. Andy Circus to do yeah. it. They, I, I I mean I'm curious. We'll see when it happens. We'll all watch the pilot and then forget about it. Three three episodes in, so you know that's what I think will happen. I mean, I was just going to say, Izzy, back on the topic, the guy who plays Gus, like, my fan cast is that if they ever did a, another live-action remake of TMNT, he should play Baxter Stockman. Oh, that'd be cool. See, I almost thought Tyler Perry should play him. 
that already happened, dude. Thank, thank you, two people who got that joke. Thank you. <laughs> the rest of us didn't respond oh, yeah. to the bad joke. <laughs> that happens. Nobody, the, the out of the shadows fandom will finally come to the light. <laughs> yeah. There are twelve of us. Twelve of us. <laughs> We're not monsters. Oh, a class. I love that. I've, uh, I haven't thought about that in years. I think that franchise would have done better if the first movie was like the second one. I, 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 thought, agree, the, I yeah. thought the second one was way better. I agree. Well, the second one's the most live, the live action Turtles movie that tried to be the most like the cartoon show because the I other mean, ones like skirted close to it. And this was the first with Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang. And like, they were like, we're doing the cartoon. Fuck it. Like they always danced <laughs> around it. And this one's like, they got Casey Jones and all this stuff. It was crazy. Oh, Jim, have I ever done my Krang impression in front of you? I don't think so, but no, I'm really I, curious now. Oh yeah, let me let me let me try this real quick. But like, okay. um, oh man, the the phrase I used to say was, "Have you even?" Oh shit, I can't. Let me. I'm turning off my mic. I'm gonna practice for like a second. <laughs> okay, okay. But, While she's doing that, but I was just gonna say, "Have like, you even heard oh. of Turtle Show?" <laughs> it's normally better, I promise. That was great. That was great. That was but uh, good. I was just gonna say, like, my ideal uh, TMNT movie is sort of based around the comics a bit, where it's sort of like a parody of the dark and edgy superheroes that were of the time. Yeah, kind of like, like the, the, the like one the canceled one that they were almost gonna do. Yeah, yeah. like I kind of want something like that, like something that takes itself seriously, but also a self where, like, yeah, this is stupid, but we're just having fun with it. Because, like, I think, like, that can work. Like, if you have, like, the same grittiness and, like, humor and tone as, like, Spider-Verse, I think that could be a really good movie. I mean, they could do another... I, I don't know. I really... I think Turtles in Time is pretty high up there yeah. for me. That's, I, that's, that's a pretty good one. I think yeah. they could do a Turtles in Time movie for that's in the style of Spider-Verse. I think that'd be pretty cool. And yeah. They could get, like, I'm going to be honest. There's so many franchises. What? I'm kind of done with Ninja Turtles doing Whoa. crossovers no. with themselves. <laughs> Because they yeah, did it so well with the four kids, uh, you know, where they had the the 2003 and the the 80s turtles get together, and then I think they mm-hmm. also had like the the comic book ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, uh, and that was a special. So obviously, like, it was a whole half an hour and a half of like dedicated towards it. But so far, the uh, like the 2012 turtles, I, I didn't really like their crossovers all that much. Like it. Uh, it felt cheaper, like both production quality wise, because the animation just had a lot of shortcuts that you wouldn't see in traditional animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, as an animator, I'm sure like kids probably don't give a shit. But as me, I'm like, Ugh! you I mean, know, that, I, I, wasn't that cartoon was like maybe the second biggest Turtles cartoon. That yeah. was huge. Yeah, I, I recently rewatched it. It still holds up surprisingly. I just I don't know. It's it's weird to me that there's so many franchises now that are doing the like a character meets themselves, but you know, like you know, Sonic Generations and then like yeah. that. Uh, but specifically, Ninja Turtles have done it enough times that I'm kind of like we could we could move on from that. Like we could do new th- and well, I guess when they try doing new things, the show gets canceled. So never mind. I'm stupid. I mean, to be fair, when uh, Spider Verse came out, that like crossover concept with like shattered dimensions and stuff was a little overdone. And even like the uh, '90s cartoon, I think, did a crossover episode with Madam Web or whatever. Oh, but yeah. that was wild. Yeah, <laughs> that one was great because you got to meet Stanley and you know almost give him a heart attack and leave him on a building. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if you guys haven't seen it, essentially, um, what Madam Web brings a bunch of different types of Spider-Man, like Iron, uh, it's like Iron Man, but Spider-Man, and then like one of them's an actor that plays Spider-Man in the <laughs> that world's version of Spider-Man, right? Like it's just yeah. a TV show, so it's applied. It's our world, and uh, so once all the adventuring's over, there's just like this finale episode where the the cartoon Spider-Man meets uh, Stan Lee, but like he leaves. But he doesn't like take Stanley back to like the ground level, so he just literally just strands Stanley on top of a building. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Didn't Stanley's wife also voice Madam Web too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I hope they bring her in with Spider Verse Two, maybe. Although personally, I feel like I wish the sequel to Spider Verse Two wouldn't do another crossover because I feel like you could tell Miles' story within his own confined universe. Because I feel like you already did the crossover thing, but that's just... what works better about that universe is it's not the same person. You know, there's only really one in their group. There's only one real typical Peter Parker, and the re- they're all like different because it speaks on like the universal idea of spider-man and i think yeah. like ninja turtles it's like oh you have michelangelo but he's this kind of michelangelo and you have well that's what i really liked know, about rise of the teenage mutant yeah. ninja turtles is they changed the whole like dynamic of the team which i thought was pretty yeah cool. yeah but- it's, it's awesome but the problem is that like a lot of people were turned off by that you know like mm-hmm. uh it's it, reboots are weird because people want the same thing over again which i find but- boring yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, they want the same thing, but they want it in, like, a different perspective, I think. I guess they just didn't like how Rise of the TMNT did it, but I kind of liked what they were going with. Like, I actually really liked the idea of the Shredder being, like, this uh, giant Oni demon. Yeah, that was, like, a cool just, concept. Yeah. Oh, my God, that last fight in, like, the, in that last episode, like, holy shit, though. Yeah, they really went all out. I never understood anyone's criticisms about that show being ugly. I thought it was one of the coolest looking shows on TV, period. Yeah, I will admit one thing is that the 2012 Turtles introduced a concept to the Turtles design that's been there every design since, which is only like two. Uh, I miss the Turtles having actual big noses. Oh, like, yeah. like, like, yeah, because because for me, I feel like if you draw like a, a part of their main designs up to that point had been if you drew noses like that, you would recognize as a turtle, like, you mm-hmm. know, the ice cream bar and stuff. And then uh, the 2012 ones, they kind of like downplayed the nose to a point where like they kind of didn't have them. Like they just didn't have. Uh, it was like barely a bump there. Yeah, I think like Donnie's literally just a circle. Um, <laughs> and then so like that's the one thing is that like I don't know why it's the hill I want to die on, but the turtles need noses. <laughs> Give them back their beak snouts. I love their beaks. Yeah. And something that surprisingly never got carried over from the comics to animations that apparently in the comics the turtles actually had tails. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But like yeah. apparently some people mistook it as like genitals Dick. because it kind of looks like cuz like there's crazy this, frog. Like there's hey. like one shot of like Leonardo like jumping in the air and his like tail is hanging but it looks like his uh wee wee. <laughs> it was probably just when they redesigned them for the cartoon and for the toys. They're like that'll cost how many cents more of plastic? Forget it. Yeah. The um, story the story after, of me Oh, sorry, I, my bad. I have to interrupt real quickly. Uh, I basically have to go. Uh, we started the podcast an hour later than we normally do, and my roommate needs sleep. And okay, I, yeah. Uh. So I'm gonna bow out. You guys have fun. All right, bye, Izzy. Bye, Izzy. Nice to talk to you. Good night. Yeah, yeah. Bye. I want to um. stay.
I linked uh, some questions in the ch- in the recording chat if y'all want to look through them. Yes. Okay. Seen them. Here. Oh, let's see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Question. Let's see. Sorry, my computer's a little bit slow. Uh, here's one from a uh, pan. I got one from CK Draws stuff. Mm-hmm. Question: Any thoughts on Netflix's Hoop series? No, I didn't watch that. I know I didn't me neither. <laughs> It doesn't. It looks average. To be honest, I completely forgot that show even came out. People seem to not like it. But... Nah, it kind of looks generic. I haven't seen it myself, but you know, I could be amused by it and think this is hilarious. What's wrong with all y'all, you fucking I, assholes? I have one from Monsters Reviews. asks, what's the worst Nicktoon of the two thousands? Oh, mm. Mm. That's tough. I got some peeps working in the animation industry, so I don't want to offend them by giving oh. them answers. So no, it's it's we're referring to the two thousands. You know, they're probably dead by now if they worked in that. <laughs> oh my god! Now. Damn. Yeah, that was oh. so long ago. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I have one that I like despise in any way, shape, or yeah. form. It's just one that I kind of couldn't. No, <laughs> one I just couldn't get into out of the ones I've seen personally was Danny Phantom and I know that's weird whoa, because you know whoa, you think hey, hey, let me let me finish whoa. you think you would think that I would be really into it because of my whole aesthetic and everything but the truth of the matter is is I was a little kid then well little kind of but I was a kid at that point and having a show that has like a serialized plot to it just threw me off whenever I missed a story. And while Danny Phantom kind of was episodic at the beginning, I noticed as it kept going, it started making callbacks and I missed all these episodes and it kind of threw me off. Same reason with Avatar, but I went recently went back and watched Avatar with my 2020 eyeballs and I really enjoyed it. So, Yeah. I well, mean, I guess Tack and the Power Juju, because I never played those games and I don't <sighs> like the looks of him. Yeah. Okay, maybe no. Tack and the Power Juju does take that spot. You know what? You're right. Yeah, Honestly, the only that. thing I could really say I didn't like about Danny Phantom was season three. That's it. Yeah, I, I actually I was really into Danny Phantom. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Danny that. Phantom. It's just season three kind of drew me off a bit. I need to go back and watch it at some point. Yeah. Like, because I think season three had like a bunch of different writers coming on board. The main guy like left, I guess, after season two. Oh mm-hmm. wait, actually, actually, what about All Grown Up? Oh, oh my boy. god. You yeah, just keep bringing up your favorite. You're really lowering the bar here, Jim. You know, every time <laughs> you bring a new one up. <laughs> so, all, all grown up. I'd say, I remember when that premiered and everyone was like, Jesus, will the Rugrats ever die? And <laughs> oh. the Rugrats were what's the Rugrats were the 90s and 2000s SpongeBob. Yeah, Rugrats now. all turned up because everybody was so sick of Rugrats. If, the, if YouTube had been what it was, Yes. Now, in the late 90s, we'd have videos that'd be like 30 minutes long, like, what ruined modern Rugrats? Saber yeah. did that exact video. No, it was what ruined Rugrats, okay? I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on that one. That one I know. We did, we did yeah. what ruined it, not... Anyway, yeah. Basically, it's, they were abusive. That's the... Anyway. Well, no. <laughs> watch, watch the video. But no, it... um. No, but there would be a video of someone taking like 40 minutes and there'd be those three guys in a circle. You know the what ruined modern SpongeBob? 
thing. Was that real? I don't know. I mean, uh, look, it was. I'm, I know what you're talking about. Like just kids talking about like SpongeBob for an hour, saying this. this it's been ruined. Yeah, that was real. Why, why don't we have them on the podcast? That would be. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, the, the true intellectuals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have twenty odd kids still talking at the same time? Oh man, yeah. So we need more people to talk about the same cartoon for an hour straight and why they hate it. Good time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Does anyone have another question? Let's hmm. see. Uh, I'm looking. Um, Heelys or Skechers light ups? I'd go Heelys personally. So, uh, I don't want to die, so I'm not picking Heelys. I want the light ups. That's safer. Yeah, I'm, light ups are best because you can see in dark and. You know, no one will accuse you of sneaking up on anyone in the dark. <laughs> also, light up shoes. Come on. I, you know, my sneakers, I have light up shoes and they have a wheel. So if anybody tries to fuck with me, I just roll away. <laughs> yeah. No one can catch me. Yeah. With my Ooh. lights going off, people are like, wow, that guy's cool. Almost as cool as someone with Power Ranger sheets. And oh, no. Tiny, tiny, tiny tunes. <laughs> Let's Call see. back. Uh, Pam, here's a, another question from Dave Da Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Will hand-drawn animation ever make a comeback in the future? Maybe someday. I don't look. Eventually, you know, we gotta try. I mean, they like, mean it, they mean in a movie context, because in TV shows, I guess I'm sure movies. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like right now we're sort of like experimenting with CG. What CG I can do, like with Spider Verse or Connected. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. I like I like it when they do mixed mediums like yeah. that. That's really neat. Um, what was it? I I think I think there's always an opportunity for 2D animation to come back. It's just that CGI. I'm not entirely 100% certain, but I feel like it's just easier from a developmental standpoint because you don't have to draw each frame individually. You can just have a character model that you can tweak. And I just yeah. think it's just ease of access. But I feel like as people of our generation, I suppose, get into those directorial roles at some point, we might, you know, want to relive our childhood of like 2D animation instead of going back to CG. So I feel like there might be a revival at some point. It just, who yeah. knows, when, you know? I mean, it's hard. I, I mean, I think it's more the bigger studios need to get on it because you have smaller studios doing it. But, and, you know, Netflix did push has pushed more of that sort of stuff. Yeah, because they released did. a Klaus last year. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. I think it's just that um you know Disney's not doing it, DreamWorks Illumination, those guys aren't doing it. Yeah. Um, and and you just need another studio to get behind it because there's not really a problem younger audiences have with CG versus animation uh, uh traditional animation at all. So you could do it. I know Don Bluth announced he's trying to, but um I think I think it could happen. It's just they have, you know, Disney needs to not keep making announcements for like, we're going to do it. And I'm like, then announce a project. Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, Disney's right now is more preoccupied on making a live action reboots at the moment. Yeah, yeah well, that turned out great. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, oh. But they need they need an original thing. But other big studios can do it, too. I think they need to because that will inspire more faith in that industry and that's what that need i'm not saying like only those studios matter i'm just saying like it'll just drum up support especially whenever theaters open they'll be able to do that more yeah i mean like cartoon saloon is coming out with a new film called wolf walkers this year which looks yeah. good i mean they're, they're great but they're just not big enough yeah yeah i know i get what you mean i, I feel I like them. they're wonderful 
I feel like at some point there might be a, a like us type situation where like a guy with a lot of money made his own animation studio to make claymation films with like, I feel like there might be at some point some guy with a lot of money will be like, I want to make 2d animation films. It's not possible. Is like it still around? Cause I know uh, the yes. missing link didn't make that much money. Oh, no, yeah, they, they, had... they did lay off. I'm sorry. What were you going to say before I say? Oh, I was saying the exact same thing you were. They laid people off you know, recently. Yeah, or they furloughed them, I think. But they, they, it doesn't sound good for them. I hope that, um, I hope I hope it works out. But I do think the limited box office they've been getting is not great. I was hoping that they would make a deal like Ardman seems to be doing a lot with Netflix. I was hoping a streaming service would come in because, you know, in the two thousands we had like sort of three stop motion animation studio, uh, you know, feature film studios between Disney. Leica and Ardman and it has felt like people are actually seeing those movies and by the 2010s that was like really dissipating yeah decade so I hope I hope you know Amazon or somebody makes a deal with Leica and helps them out because you know I saw Missing Link and I actually had to this isn't a joke this is actually something that happened there are so few people in the theater um they didn't turn the lights out when the movie started so I had to do that oh damn like the only I only saw the missing link, and everyone in the theater, like er, there was no one in the theater, and it was just only me and like one other small family. That's it. It was like, damn. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as everyone was making it out to be. I thought it was all right. Oh no, I thought it was like really charming. Like I wouldn't call it like their best film, but it was like a really good, relaxing well, type adventure movie. I mean, missing link. The problem with, it's referring to uh, Mister, uh, like, sorry, uh, adventure stories and movies that like aren't really in the current lexicon. So I was like, I knew mm-hmm. some of those, and I was like, okay, I get what you're referencing. This is cool, but is this some? Is this like frame of reference? I don't think anyone else is getting. So like, what do you, you know, like? I think Kubo was a little more accessible, and missing link was like super not because nobody remembers you know the uh you know journey of the center of the earth stuff anymore so it just doesn't play very well unfortunately yeah and Coraline and uh Coraline and Paranorman are based off popular kids and young adult books so yeah yeah I mean Coraline had also had uh Nightmare Before Christmas Nightmare Before Christmas Neil Gaiman it had a lot going for it it was released in January which I think also you know there. Coraline had everything working out. Um, I wish yeah. they had stayed with that director, but I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Speaking well, of the, oh, stop motion, of, didn't the creator of Flapjack try to get a Kickstarter stop motion film called Black Forest? Hmm, I don't know about that. I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, like, I, don't remember. I remember reading something like he was trying to get off like a Kickstarter film called Black Forest. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The last thing no, I heard him do that. was Angry Birds 2. Oh yeah, yeah. I still haven't oh. seen it, but everyone says it's really good. It it's a huge step up from the um, the first one. It was interesting, you know. I mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not amazing, but it's definitely weirder. I was like, oh, I wish he got more role, you know, directing things like this. I mean, they could have just made a really shitty sequel, but I think they made kind of a little hidden gem there. I know people once it got on Netflix, more people watched it and were like, oh, I'm surprised how much I like this. So. Mm-hmm. That's better for Angry Birds in general, you know. Yeah, I rewatched Flapjack recently because it's all on Hulu, and his style of comedy is just great. I love it. And yeah, it really. That's well really way ahead of the curve in terms of humor. I think. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the show. That's the show that influenced the whole modern era. You know, like without Flapjack, I don't think we would have had Adventure Time regularly. Like none of it would have. I mean, the the hilarious thing though is when I was introduced to Flapjack, someone told me like, "Man, you got to watch the show." My friend said it's so messed up they won't let their kids watch it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I have to see this," and and that's honestly most of what I had read about it going in was that parents wouldn't let their kids watch flapjack oh, and man. cartoon network approved this like crazy weird show and it did it did feel so different than what was going on because kids animation wasn't you know cool at that point if you're into animation you're an adult it was sort of like whatever adult swim was doing and a few extra scraps you know and now it's <laughs> so different so yeah what is that the final question Oh, yeah, no, I, you you Pan sounds tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not seeing any other ones. So okay, yeah. Well, I guess this is the end of the podcast. Who are you people? I'm uh, I'm Jim. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, should we start over? I'm sorry. No, I want to sleep or take a nap. <laughs> I woke right, up. I slept at like six. So yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Scratchy, you can go first. Uh, Again, sorry for interrupting. My name is Chris DeRose. I'm a freelance storyboard artist and character designer. I'm currently looking for work, by the way, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a Ratupi from Ratupi's Game Room. Artist, YouTuber, musician, just coasting through life. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.